back to Nuclear Heat with your host, Jake Bakoven, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Thanks for joining us here on a uh, Tuesday night as we talk about Monday Night Raw. Of course, we went through SmackDown, now halfway through Raw. This is Nuclear Heat, the WWE Weekend Review we have here, starting up for our WWE fans in the capital city and, again, around the globe listening to us maybe on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch. You can reach us anywhere there or on Allo Channel 951. And, of course, this is a radio station, so you can turn the radio on and listen to us on 93.7 as well. We'll be doing a wrestling show every Tuesday here, Nuclear Heat. Uh, let's get into the the better part of Raw, the best match in Raw, in my opinion. The best feuds, one of the best feuds they've got going on in the WWE right now was Gable and Gunther. Uh, they started with a Gunther promo. I thought was really good. This was a prepackaged promo, just kind of him in the back. You don't need a whole lot. Um, just kind of some shadows and stuff. And yeah. Talking seriously, he's really good uh, at, at promos, considering you know he's not American, you know, and sometimes that can be something that to overcome, but he does really good with that. Um, Gable had a different type of promo with American alpha, basically cheering him up in the back, uh, leading to him going out to the match. Uh, it was said in, in commentary that 18 days away now Gunther was from passing honky tonk man for the longest <laughs> intercontinental title reign. Um, so you got to believe He's going to get there, and that's kind of what the match was built around, is, is basically leaning into you believing that there's no way Gunther is going to lose to Gable. Um, but nevertheless, putting on really good match, lots of near falls. Uh, eventually, Gunther hits is hit in, in the ring post and tossed over the timekeeper's area and doesn't make his way back into the ring, thus a countout, and Gable wins. However, if you know the champion's advantage in WWE, a countout cannot uh, lose a title, yep. and therefore Gunther is still your champion. Um, but in any case, it, Michael Cole mentions it's the first singles loss in a year and a half since his arrival for Gunther, and that's only because they don't count Gable's other five-minute you know, <laughs> thing that he basically yeah. won a couple weeks ago. So this rivalry is, is really heating up. It, it's really good. I question whether it's, it's, it's good to, for Gunther to get a loss here. Um, just because they've been building him up so strong over the over the last year and a half, I suppose. But um, it's not a pen loss. And so I think that that can be something that's kind of explained away if he goes on to beat Gable, which I got to believe is the plan. But, man, it's, if, if they they don't capitalize on what Gable's got going mm. here, they're going to have to drag, you know roll him into another feud with him really going because the crowd's really taking to Gable. And, you know, I, I kind of questioned it at first, too. But as you mentioned, it wasn't a pin, so it's not a horrible loss. And this countout kept both of them very strong because Gable hasn't lost in a while either. He's got all this momentum. I, if I don't know when payback is. I think it's it's within the 18 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Gun- Gunther is going to retain. There, there's no way about that. He's going to retain. But now that I'm looking at it, I feel like there's going to be interference. And I think Gable is going to be the guy that takes the belt away from him shortly after. Mm. I think that's kind of what they're building it up to. Because, um, they're, they're, like you said, there's there's no other reason for Gunther to even get a loss like that. You know, if Gable isn't a serious contender. Um, and it could just be, you know, WWE playing with our hearts like, you, you know, they always <laughs> do um, on there. But I thought this was a really good match. It's fun. Gable's fun. Gunther is, is, is getting really good. I think he's getting to the point where... If you take that Intercontinental Championship away from him, he's kind of ready for that next step, oh, yeah. you know, for the main event. And Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns, you know, I, I think that'd be fun because he's great in the ring as well. And he's got Imperium behind him who can make up for 
some of his mic issues that he has because Kaiser is great. We, oh, we, yeah, we, yeah. we talk about that all the time. He's great on the mic. So just imagine Kaiser versus Seth Rollins on the mic and then Gunther, you know, versus Seth Rollins. And that's me dreaming a little bit there um, in the future. But I thought it was a great match. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a great match. And again, one of the more more interesting uh, battles they have going on. So we'll kind of see where they lead that. Again, I believe at, at least Gunther is going to, you know, beat the Honky Tonk Man. Just yeah. to get Honky Tonk Man off the record books. Uh, and anyways, Judgment Day can't get on the same page on who will fight in the match as we see backstage. Um, and also in Frustrated is Imperium. So you kind of had this kind of interesting thing where um, you can't, again, unless you can, <laughs> unless you know what, what Gunther is saying in his native language, we don't really know what he's complaining yeah. about, but uh, he, is, uh, he is yelling, he leaves, uh, and then it looks like Kaiser is asking Vinci what he will do to make it right, which is interesting because they also announced a Kaiser-Gunther, or excuse me, Gable match next week. So Kaiser's going to get that shot. Um, and again, we're, we're still kind of in this awkward spot of Vinci is like, what is he going to yeah. bring to the table? He's got to do something. Um, especially if you think about elevating Gunther after mm-hmm. this, cause I think you still, in my mind, again, need Imperium need, you know, mm-hmm. him to have his henchmen. Um, and you just can't have one that's like still again. It's, it's like, if there's a hundred guys on the roster, he's like 98, 97. Yeah. Like you don't even think about him other than his connection to Imperium. I'll be honest. Until we start, and so I, you know, came on this show with you, I didn't know what his name was. Yeah. Um, because they they don't mention him. You know, he's the guy that takes the losses. He's the guy that just isn't. They're not building him. You know, he's he's their fall guy, which yeah. every group needs. You know, yeah. but 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 man, this guy. I mean, he's getting paid a lot of money. You know, to to, to, to just ride along. You know, personality and all that stuff. But but then we've heard him talking. It's not great. You yeah. know, he is very very raw. So it's like, yeah, you know, you got Kai. I think. Kaiser's starting to become one of my favorites. You know, oh, yeah. he, he's gonna he's gonna be elevated. Um and, and then Gunther's great. You know, I've talked about that, but man, poor Vinci, you know. Can't <laughs> can't get a break there. Uh we gotta go a little bit quick because we're we're starting to fall behind. But in any case, uh Shinsuke Nakamura reveals that he told Seth he knows about his broken back. This little uh package they put together I thought looked really good. Shinsuke was mm-hmm. speaking Japanese, but you could tell what he was saying because they would write it. Uh, underneath him, um, again, we've talked about his, you know, kind of second language being English. It, this is a good way to kind of cover that up and just yep. do a backstage promo. Um, what did you kind of think about this whole Seth has back injuries, uh, clearly leading to what's going to be, you know, the main point in the match? Well, it, it's 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 good because it's real. I mean, Seth really does have a bad back. You know, this isn't just a storyline injury for him. So it's interesting that they're kind of putting that in there because now they're putting it into our heads. Well, if Shinsuke really attacks that back, can he take the title from him? So I think it's I think it's a really good move. And it Shinsuke as a as a heel as a heel that doesn't have to say much, just kind of deliver little promos like these, phenomenal. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I, I, I am excited. I think there's very little chance Shinsuke wins this, but this did make me like interested in mm-hmm. how they're going to tell the story. Um, so very good stuff there. Um, we'll just get to it now. Seth also had a backstage thing later in the night. Um, and you got serious Seth. So, you yep. know, Seth has been kind of a, a joking character um, despite being the world champion, but can turn it on when pushed. And now he's been pushed. Yep. So that kind of leads to, to good things there. Uh, Rhea Ripley takes on Candice LeRae. Of course, Indy Hartwell ringside. This was a quick match. Not much offense from Candice LeRae. Uh, and Rhea Ripley gets the win. Raquel Rodriguez returns with a limp and a crunch. Uh, crutch, excuse me. But, uh, you know, if you, again, wrestling yep. fans are, are aware of where the wrestlers aren't. Hey. <laughs> You know, she could be faking that. She was. Uh, Rodriguez then outscraps Ripley before announcing a title match at Payback. 
um, which will be a good match. And it's just it seems overdue. It's like they could have done this weeks ago, yeah. but they've played it, danced around with it, not really given Rhea Ripley anything else to do. But we're finally getting to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and it it is good because Rodriguez is a physical opponent. You know, she's not. Natalia, who's you know, or 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 Candice, that's going to get squashed. Hopefully not. You know, she shouldn't yeah. because she's a former you know tag team champion. So whatever those belts amount to right now, you know, she did. She is a champ. She a former champion. So uh, coming up next, Miz takes shots at Hoobastank, fidget spinners, and the twenty four seven title of all things uh, as he is trying to belittle uh, uh, um, L.A. Knight. Um, he challenges Tazawa, says Tazawa's better than anybody that L.A. Knight has defeated. Um, L.A. Knight comes out for ring commentary, says some things that are certainly Attitude Era uh, commentary, and then T- Tazawa gets a roll-up win, and Knight hits the BFT Blunt Force Trauma afterwards. Uh, so it kind of sets up the match, uh, or excuse me, the, the, the Miz-L.A. Knight feud a little bit more. But it is questionable to, to get this loss where Miz, if you lose to Tazawa, who doesn't beat anybody, yeah. um, you know what is the significance of L.A. Knight eventually beating Miz. Yep, and that that's what I'm saying. I mean, I forgot Tazawa was on the roster, and, you know, the Miz just can't catch a break. And, it's you know, he's supposed to be the guy that elevates. He has He's won one match this year, I saw. One match. Um, so there's really, if, if they keep that up, there's there's really no benefit in him feuding for with Knight, opposed from, you know, they're going to be great on the mics. Um, but, you know, hopefully WWE has something up their sleeve, you know, that they can they can surprise us with. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I'm I'm still interested in the feud. It's just mm-hmm. you know, it's and, and it, it it's the whole story all along is this is to put L.A. Knight yeah. over. So uh, eventually, hopefully, it does the job. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out. The the, <laughs> the crowd gives a faint yay uh, when Lynch says she has a steel cage cage match coming with Trish Stratus. I thought it was funny because you could barely hear. There's like yeah, yeah, that yeah we yeah we know um, because people are tired of this feud. Uh, the crowd was chanting in French. In fact, that they were tired of this yep. feud. Uh, and anyways, Trish uh, says comes out. She says uh, that she's uh, scared. Scared to enter the steel cage match, but will rise above it. Interesting wording there. Um, she said she's risen above everything else and, and has been scared entering. I, you know, yeah. that didn't really fit necessarily. Uh, in any case, Lynch announces a false count anywhere match next week with Zoe Stark. So if you thought you just couldn't get enough of, you know, Zoe Stark and Trish fighting Becky Lynch, you're going to get at least two more matches of it. Yeah, and this this feud has really not done anything for Becky Lynch. If anything, people are tired of her right now. Uh, Trish, same thing. I can't wait for it to be over. So, yeah, that that that's kind of where we're at with it right now. Yeah, and that's I mean that's where everybody is with it. But uh, hey, steel cage matches are always fun. So yep. At least that will that will hopefully be the big payoff. Uh, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, the new tag team champions, of course, the new uh, choice, I suppose, of Chelsea Green. Though <laughs> Piper Niven is just kind of forcing her way in. Uh, take on Caden Carter and Katana Chance, who had a pretty good move in there. Uh, but this was all offense, very quick for Chelsea Green and Piper Niven to get the win. She has a cross body which uh, chance, uh, squashes Chance for a quick victory. Uh, I don't know much to say there. We've got to move on to the yep. end here. Uh, Judgment Day Priest and Balor end up being the team, um, which was uh, not where they were going all along, but uh, eventually Rhea Ripley got fed up with it and just said, you guys are going to have to team together. And uh, so this was going to be little bit fresh not too fresh <laughs> but at least you know kevin owens is back and and and, and so it'd be kevin owens and sammy Zayn against the judgment day and priest and balor um this ends up very quickly with mcdonough going out to the ring tossing the briefcase 
to where KO intercepts it and uses on Balor. Ends up getting Judgment Day the win via disqualification, which is somewhat refreshing because they <laughs> don't win. Uh, but they, at least they, you know, they did get a win there. Leads to Cody coming out to make the save of ganging up, and then you get your three on three that we've been talking about, and it's it's the same result every time. Uh, Judgment Day ends up losing to the three-on-three, this time uh, being Kevin Owens and Cody and Sammy. They get the win. It's good in their hometown, but it's the same thing that happens every week. And then the next week, Judgment Day comes out at the opening of Raw and say they run the place, yep. which doesn't really make any sense compared to what been, what's been going on. Uh, one highlight of the, ma- of the match, Ripley did power slam KO outside the ring. It's always good to see uh, some cross-gender <laughs> fighting. Yeah, that, w- that was fun to watch, but... Man, it's the same thing every week, you know. I, I I love the I do like the Judgment Day. I like the the little squabble that they're having in there, and I love I, I love Sammy and Kevin Owens individually. But it, it's the same thing over and over again. Like you said, literally same main event now past three months. Yeah, same ending too. Judgment Day hasn't won any of them. It's selling tickets, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but we're gonna continue to complain about it, and because it is, it's the same result, but. Uh, it is what it is. Once again, WWE doing a great job. They don't even have anything for WrestleMania booked, and they've got it all but sold <laughs> out, uh, and the secondary market's going to be hot. Once again, AEW doing a similar thing in Wembley, so wrestling just really, really taking off right now, and so it's a good time for Nuclear Heat to, to jump into the business and start yeah. talking some wrestling. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Once again, I'm Jake Bakovin. He is Augie Payne. We'll be with you every Tuesday night from 7 to 8. If you want to plan to listen to some wrestling talk, once again, if you want to jump in on the talk, you can do that as well. 402-464-5685 is the Sarder Heyman text line, and we'll be more than welcome to chat back and forth with you guys. But that'll wrap it up for this week of Nuclear Heat coming up on the stream. WTF, we talk facts coming up next with Eric Strickland and Cluster Johnson. Uh, If you're listening to the radio signal, Royals baseball coming up next.